yo, yo, yo. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Jurassic Pod. It's your boy Ja. It's your boy Abby. This is the weekly wrap up. Um, get some good hot takes on what the fuck I just saw for this this week. Um, I wanted to just talk about this a little bit because we haven't talked about this guy in a while. It's not Raptors related, but what's the what's your take on this uh, Ben Simmons return? I'm not gonna. Uh, I haven't seen too much of it. I've only seen a clip of him getting draped up. Um, pardon? By Jared Allen? Yeah, I, I saw that, but I didn't. I haven't really watched any Brooklyn games or shit like that. Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. No, he's, he's, his numbers are there. It's just he's limited time. Like, very, very limited time. Like, he's only playing like 18 minutes. I think one of the games he put like 16 minutes. Nothing crazy, you know? So. It sucks, but one of the games he was productive for the short period of time that he was playing. He was productive. I just, I don't want to take of him no more because I kind of wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, like, nah, like, he could still be that guy, that one piece for a team that might not have much, that just needs, like, one more to, like, put them on the edge. But for the most part, like, I don't know what this guy's career is saying at this point now because one, Brooklyn is like they're definitely rebuilding. And two, um they they already made that whole entire like players can't sit out a certain amount of games and you know, he's missed quite a few games in this this season alone. But um his most recent game he played versus San Antonio. He had 13 points, two blocks, three steals, five assists, three rebounds. But he only played – that game he played 20 minutes. So now they're increasing it to 20, but it's like you're not playing more than that. So I don't know. How do you feel? I'm like, you think like in the next couple of years he can get traded, possibly get back to 100% Philly – Ben Simmons, and then, like, help a team get a championship, or no, it's not I think what helps Ben Simmons is that his game, we already know what his game is, right? They're like, it's he's limited offensively, but when it comes to facilitating, he's probably one of the best in the league. Um, it's always easy to forget that when you haven't really seen him play and shit like that, but you got to remember, Philly used to be a problem with just him and, uh, with just him and Joel Embiid. Like when those two were on the floor, it was you're not. It's not easy to get a. It was never easy to get a win in that city and shit. So it's like uh, I'm. I've never really thought anything less of Ben Simmons when it came to it's just health. Health has been an issue, right? And it's not like he's been on the floor and playing like garbage. It's never been really healthy since like I guess the Philly days and shit like that, right? So I don't. I don't have, like, this opinion where it's like, oh, like, he can't, he's not going to be able to do this or that. If he gets 100%, he's in a good situation. Um, Like, a, like you know, if he's on a contender or, like, you know, like, a, the tier below being a contender and shit like that, like, he could help a team get some wins. He's on a championship team. He could help a team get a championship. I just, I don't write niggas off because they're injured or, like, they're hurt. 
like we could have because that we could have easily did that to Kawhi, right? And I'm not rating that like they're two totally different talents. Like Kawhi yeah. is yeah, Kawhi's on a different level. But Kawhi has been injured since he left Toronto. Yeah, that's true. This is his first season really on the Clippers where he's playing this many games. I think he's only missed like three games. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you hear niggas talk now, like I saw Stephen A backpedaling like a motherfucker. Like you know what I mean? Like people, it's it's easy to like, it's easy to attack niggas or say something about a nigga that's not really them when they're not playing, right? Like it's like it's like people act like when people are hurt, it's intentional. Like yeah, I wanted to fuck up my knee or I wanted to fuck up my mm-hmm. back, so I sit down and shit. It's like no, that's not the case. Things happen. Some people are more susceptible to certain injuries because of how much stress they put on their bodies their entire life. Yeah, that's true. They're not like regular people where they're like, you know, like they just do this and that. They're constantly they're constantly putting stress on their bodies. Yeah. Right? So like some people they're, you know, just it's like a genetic thing. It has nothing to do with anything else. Like sometimes they're just more susceptible to shit. He and I don't know, just maybe the way he plays, but he doesn't play in a way where it's like mad physical and shit like that. So you know it's really not him. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he's jumping in the air every rebound or every fast break like John Murray. Yeah, so I, I I think he knows his game. I think he plays it well. Like he's not a guy who takes like a bunch of threes or like mid ranges and shit like that. He's a he's a head down to the basket, um, facilitate and defense. Like you know what I mean? Like he knows his game. And when he was doing it at a high level, nobody said shit. People were comparing this nigga's like passing ability to LeBron, saying, "Oh, this guy like he's got the same builders." Remember, like it's just people. People say things, and then when they feel like they're wrong, or they, you know, this and that, then they go even harder on the opposite side. That nigga did nothing but play basketball. <laughs> and he did it, like, he did it well. Like, he didn't say any of the shit that they were saying. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't have any negative opinions on Ben Simmons. I hope he's healthy. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I think he's just... Like, even Joel Embiid at one point was just like, you know, like, it would be nice to have him back type shit. Like, you know, it was like, like, he didn't exactly say that, but it was on uh, along the lines where it's just like, he wouldn't be, like, not at the idea of Ben Simmons back. Because you don't, you don't know what you got until it's gone. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, people take people, like, he had certain feelings or this or that, yada, yada, but, like, you react a certain way and different things are happening. And then, what, you go through how many different running mates? Not yeah. how many different, or James Harden. James Harden didn't really work out for you. Right, like this nigga wants to leave, and he left a nigga who was an MVP. Like sometimes you just don't know how good things are until they're not. Yeah. So no, I think Ben Simmons can't help the team win a championship. I think they were close when they had Jimmy Butler on the team. Like, yeah, I, you know what I mean. I think he's capable of being that dude, like a second, third option offensively, or just helping run the team. I think he runs the team. But like even better than Tyrese Maxey, I think Tyrese Maxey is a better offensive player and all these other different things. But you know, facilitating wise, decision making wise, like passing ability, all these different things, like I think Benson still has that and more. And with the time that he's had off, I hope he's honing certain parts of his game too offensively, so he can take advantage of that when he's back on the floor. Like you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't have hot takes for I don't have hot takes for niggas who are injured, bro. <laughs> like okay, I'm not. I don't know how you're coming back. So it's not like he had like a, it's not like an Achilles thing. Like you know what I mean. So like I don't know how like back injuries affect players, but I know like when it's like a leg thing or an Achilles thing or this or that yada yada. Like you don't come back the same. Like 
than Clay Thompson, right? So, so. Yeah. That's very true. Um, but yeah, I know there's just been a little bit of a little bit of like controversy on whether he's gonna, you know, kind of prove himself when he gets back to 100 percent, or like people are gonna think he's a bust. But I still think he has it. Yeah, I I, th- I think it's I think it's stupid for people to like it's it's I don't know how to explain. Like Ben Simmons has been an All Star. Like he's he's done a lot of things in his career that a lot of players who are active right now longer than him haven't done. Yeah, like just like around his time. So it's like a bust or this or that. Like if if anything, he's done a lot more, like a lot already. Like if they, they know, if anything goes down because he's been injured or so that, I'm never gonna hold him accountable for that. Well, you know what I mean? Like I'm never gonna knock him down a peg or this or that just because of that shit. It's just like I right, couldn't bounce back from his injury or this or that. Yeah, yeah. We've seen many players. We've seen that happens in many players. Like, are we gonna say Brandon Roy's ass? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Remember, like, remember, like that nigga was like, probably one of the best in the NBA, if not the best, like at a certain point in time, because that nigga was scary. He did not come back from his injury well. That nigga was a shell of himself. Are you gonna call the nigga ass? Like, do you, like, are you stupid? Like, are you gonna really, like, you know what I mean? Like, we know what he's capable of. What happened to him is not in his control. Derrick Rose, MVP of the league. You gonna call that nigga ass? Like, you must, you gotta be out of your fucking mind to be disrespecting niggas like that due to injuries. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, oh, you can, you can say, like, he's not the talent that he was before, but you know what he's capable of when he's 100%. You cannot call these, like, you cannot be like, you can't have a disrespectful conversation about it. If it's just like, you know, when you're talking about building teams or some that, yada, yada, you could be honest. But there's a, there's a level of respect that needs to be had sometimes with these certain conversations or whatever, because like injuries are not in anybody's control. Yeah, not, that's not. And so, like, unless you're Kaminga jumping on Joel Embiid's leg, like, you couldn't have controlled that. But Jesus was cursed. I don't think you're going to say that. No, I'm still, like, weird out about that. I was like, yeah, what the fuck was that? Because no, honestly, was, like, yeah, it was a. It was. It was sketchy. Yeah, like, everybody's praising this nigga or whatever, and, like, this nigga fucked up like an MVP. Like, I'm surprised Adam Silver ain't, like, down this nigga's neck type shit. Like, you know what I mean? So, it's, yeah. I'm surprised, too, because that. Like the way it looked from that replay, it looked, yeah, it looked, nah, it looks, it looks crazy. But um, yeah, it is what it is. Sorry, sorry, my bad. But anything else on Ben? Yeah, no, no. I just, I just wanted to hear what you had to say about him. What else? What else you got? Uh, I was gonna say, did you get to watch uh the Raptors games? Recently, there was one for February tenth. For I watched, I, I watched it. Yeah, I watched the Cleveland one. Yeah. Cleveland's looking. Cleveland's looking really good. Yeah, they they came to play for real. I'm not gonna lie. Donovan Mitchell came to play. Uh, I thought I like, it was a decent game, but it was not. It was not a decent game. Yeah, no, like the. The Cavaliers have probably one of the more well-structured rosters in the East, if not the league, right? They're not, like, it's Cleveland, so, like, they're not going to give them a lot of love, like, media-wise and shit like that. But, like, you got to remember, Donovan Mitchell was on the team, like, with the Jazz and shit like that, helping them 
get into the playoffs in the West. Like the East is a not like necessarily a breeze, but he's definitely we got way more weapons than he's ever had. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when surrounding him and shit like that. So this is a team that can do a lot of damage coming into the the postseason. The teams aren't taking them seriously, right? So I, when every time I look at Donovan Mitchell, like a little bit of like I grow a little bit of more hate from Masai Ujiri for not doing everything he could to try to get him to Toronto. Because <laughs> like there's there's two situations that could have been us, the Clippers and the Cavaliers, and both are way like you know what I mean. Both are much more attractive um, situations than what we got going on right now. But after the trade deadline and shit like that, it seems like our future is a lot more brighter. I can chill out a little bit more when it comes to just so you know the silent rage that I have from Masai. But not nah, like the Donovan Mitchell is special. Like, yeah, everybody used to be like, "Yo, he's like Dwayne Wade," and I'm like, "Nah, this nigga is like himself, bro." Like, I haven't seen too many players play like this, and I'm a huge D Wade fan, so I'm like, I'm not even saying this as like a disservice to him, more of just like a, nah, dog, like you're you're a different guy, like, you're your own guy. He really is his own guy. Yeah, he is. He is. You know what I mean, like you're like, there's not a lot of bills like this guy. Like, you know what I mean? So, I um, yeah, man, nah, I don't know. It's just, and you know, they beat the shit out of us. <laughs> they did. They did. They beat the dog shit out of us. So, it's, you know, there's, it was very convincing. Like, we've been able to compete with Boston. Mind you, They've, I think every time we played them, they've been missing either Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. So, like, we've never got their full strength. But uh, we, we could not compete with these niggas. It's, like, it's hard, man. They have all the right pieces. Yeah, they have like they got they got towers, they got um length, they got athleticism, they got shot making, they have defense and numbers, like they they do everything you would want a team to do. Like you know what I mean? They have everything that you would want a team to have. And they got a, a go to score at any point in time in Donovan Mitchell, who at any given time can drop fifty, has dropped seventy in the last season. Like it's uh, you know. That's a scary team. Like everybody's like, and even including myself, has been uh, fixated on Boston probably uh, getting out of the the Eastern Conference. Uh, but I'm not gonna be surprised if we see uh, Cleveland starting knocking some of these heavy hitters, bro. Like I'm not like I wouldn't be surprised at all. Now, like, am I gonna be like, are they going to the finals? They still got to go through a team like Boston. But I don't know who else can beat them in a seven game series. Because New York was the one that took them out last year. And I don't think they'll do that this year. No, even with this crazy trade deadline where they – I'll talk about that in a second. Even with the, some of the trades going on, I still – yeah, I don't think they are because they're, they're looking like they figured everything out. A thousand percent. And they haven't been healthy too. They came the beginning of the league. They started off with no Don, um, sorry, no Evan Mobley, and no Darius Garland. Yeah, no, like they they pieces too, like super important pieces. They made it work. I think New York is uh, everybody is uh, gassing them up a little bit too much. I've been impressed with what they've been able to do, especially with adding OG. I, I you add OG to any team. Like their defensive rating is gonna go up. Like, def- like defensively, OG is like, like I, I, I think I don't know if I was saying this exactly, but like he looked like he was trying to emulate what Kawhi did defensively for us all those years ago. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? It just looked like that's where his trajectory was on defense for his career. Offensively, I think he's capable of so much. I don't think that's his role on teams, though. Like, even mm-hmm. – he's, he's had some he's had some great uh, scoring outings in New York, though. Like, don't get me wrong. But I just don't think that's what is asked of him when there's other, like, you know, more established scorers. So, I, I – with New York, they didn't – they just need to – I think they – like, I guess what the problem was over there was they didn't have any – they had too many players who could do the same thing. R.J. Barrett, um, I don't know, Emmanuel quickly can both score. Emmanuel quickly could do some of the things that Jalen Brunson does. But, like, there was no real – I think we knew who was who. But it's just like when you have these other guys who only get going at certain times, if they get – you know what I mean? It's just like, all right, we have too much of this. We need that. We need defense. We don't need more offense. So they just did a switch got what they needed and they're running og into the ground like i've been trying to tell this fucking coach to but mind you i fuck with darko but like i've been i don't know why back when we had like what we had we weren't running these niggas into the ground every game they were playing like shy of like 36 minutes again i was like yo they're not winning why are they playing this much they should be playing way more (laughs) but thibodeau gets it mind you it's not great for players health but it's Definitely. great. It's really great for wins. Um, it is, it is, it is. I think they just try to save the longevity for them when yeah. playoff time comes. I, I, I just don't think they're going to have I think that's the biggest problem for the Knicks. I think they're going to be conditioned, all these other things, but the wear and tear of the season is going to get to them. It's 82 games in a season. These niggas have been playing almost every fucking game, closer to 42, 42 minutes and shit. So it's like... They're they're gonna they're gonna feel that in the playoffs when all these other teams who are still doing what they're doing, and have had the rest and shit like that. They may catch some niggas off guard because they're like, they're sound, but I don't. They they're gonna burn out. Like they don't have like a real star on New York that's gonna get them a bucket at any point in time. I think Jalen Brunson, um, I know Jalen and uh, Julius Randle are on the All Star team and shit like that, but I I think Jalen Brunson is close. To being like one of those guys, guys, I just—it's not his size because like that don't mean shit. Like we've seen smaller players, like like, yeah. big. but I think he's like if he has another gear that we haven't seen yet, like I'm gonna give him like until that I'm gonna maybe like another season or whatever, like like a maybe early playoff out this or that yada yada, and see him like step up even more. I think he could be um like, yeah, like, probably. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be, like, a Luka type shit, but he's going to be close. Like, when it comes to just, like, talent, not, like, the same, like, being able to do the same things. If he can become more of a facilitator, this and that, yada, it just, like, make it easier for himself, one, to, like, get uh, baskets and shit like that. Because he's already a player who scored, like, 40 points and shit like that. But if he becomes, like, a way better point guard as opposed to an offensive player, I think there's nothing that New York won't be able to do. Yeah, like the, the one problem plaguing a lot of point guards in this league is that they're not great facilitators. They're great scorers. Like, mm. not, like it's yeah. it's not just a him problem. It's a lot of point guards in this league. I thought it was like limited to Toronto because that's the only team I was watching for a little bit. I started watching other games. I'm just like, oh, these niggas just like scoring. Like, I'm getting mad at the niggas on Toronto and like guys like Fred Van Vliet or whatever. But like, a lot of niggas just don't facilitate. Like we're seeing, you're seeing a fall on the shooting guard or the small forward or whatever because they're the ones who have the ball like closer to them than the shot clock, so they end up like getting the assist and shit like that. But it's like it's 
I, I don't know. It's, it's just something that's been a little frustrating because it's like if you have if your point guard can't score and facilitate at the same level, what can your team not fucking do? You're always gonna have a shot. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? It's just I don't know. It's uh, I think New York. I, I think that's the one thing missing from Jalen Brunson's game. Not that he cannot facilitate, but if he does it at an elite level, that he can like the way he scores. Uh, yeah, I don't think New York is gonna have a problem in the next couple of years or whatever. But right now, I feel honestly, I think like I think they can get like you know the way I was getting upset with uh, Toronto and Siakam. I don't know how more people in New York aren't like the same way upset with Julius Randle. I know they're winning in this and that yada yada, but it will not translate into anything else than winning in the regular. Uh, I'm not gonna put him like thing. I'm not gonna put him in the Siakam situation. I think he's. I think Siakam than Julius. I know people wouldn't believe that, but I don't. I don't think Julius Randle is like shit or nothing. I just think like he's one of those like second or third option on a contender, right? And I think I think New York still needs needs their leading man. I think Jalen Brunson is a great. I think Jalen Brunson can be a one A one B type guy, but they definitely need a one A or one B. I think Julius Randle being like the compliment to um to Brunson is a disservice to like how well Brunson's actually been playing for these niggas. Like without him, they wouldn't be in the position that they're in. They're in no, right they now. wouldn't. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? So, like, if you could guess something for Julius Randle or this or that, yada yada, I would definitely take that. But it's like it's also like, what is his value around the league? Because it's like if it's slow, it's like it's exactly what I mean. It's just like he's he's doing well there because he's there. And like they don't have another guy that they rely on to score this or that yada yada. If you put OG in his position to be like one of the second, uh, uh, like the second or first options to score, he will get the same. I guarantee you, he will get the same numbers as Julius Randle, if not more. That is how expendable offensively Julius Randle is. Now defensively, I will give him the credit, but even OG outmatches him in that. Ah, I forty-point games. Like close to even fifty point games or something like that. I, I, I guarantee I guarantee you if Siakam if Siakam can have a fifty point game in the garden, OG most definitely can. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't I like this is just me objectively speaking on the Knicks because I don't have a stake in whatever the fuck they do. I don't I could give two shits to be honest. But like honestly, like they have they've created leverage with the OG uh pickup and Jalen Brunson's um like development and rise, like you know, throughout the last two years. So, with that, I would take advantage in the next coming years. If Julius Randle can bring you in somebody and like you know, you move a couple other guys, like I would be serious. I would take what's going on in New York serious because they can make it far now, maybe second round type shit. Not, no, no further than that because they're not, they're still not a real threat to Boston, they're still not a real threat to the, the I know they beat the Cavs out last year. But I, I, that's not. They may not happen again. Yeah. Where they're moving now, it's that's unlikely. Yeah. So I just, I, I think if they move him, get a better piece. Like I heard, I remember when people were talking about, like, oh, LeBron, like you know, LeBron should. I think it was Stephen A. Again, like I don't know why this guy keeps coming up, but he was the one saying, like, you know, he's like, like trying to rally for LeBron to come to New York. LeBron was holding the New York towel, yeah, and he was like, LeBron had like the New York towel on when he's on the. When he was playing against the Knicks and shit like that, like making a point to the management, Man- management didn't really do too much in LA, so I don't know if he- I don't know how he feels. But you know, 
LeBron's a free agent next year if he wants to be. So it can you never know what what may happen in New York. He's definitely considered that an option. I'm not saying he's going. I'm not saying this is like like a like even a huge chance. I'm just saying like if I, if they get a guy with the, you know even if they don't have to trade Julius Randle and they get a guy like that would be the most ideal situation. The 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 more realistic situation is having to move him. Want mm. right? So I don't know if something like that happens. Then New York is the problem that everybody's trying to say that they are right now. All right, now I don't see too much of a difference in last year outside of OG's defensive presence. But on a Thibodeau team, like you're not gonna have a choice but to play defense. So it's like, yeah. So, so um, we haven't really talked about this, but the trade deadline just literally happened. And there was a couple of random fucking shits that happened. I'm not gonna lie. There's still some trades I still don't know what the fuck's kind of going on. But what do you think about the recent trades? There's one with um, New York. It's funny that we're talking about them. They picked up a big piece. Picked up too um, big. Um, Bojan Bogdanovich. You know, I completely forgot about him. That's that's gonna be really good for New York. This guy um, said I completely forgot about him. Yeah, that he's was a starter averaging twenty points a game. Yeah, well, if he's playing on Detroit, like, what does that mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's like it's like if if you're really thinking about it, I I don't like it's, <laughs> like I don't think about. It. I mean, what, um, I like, I like, I like Briggs has like always been a good offensive player. Uh, Bo, like Bogdan Bogdanovich, like like Price was. Right, I know what you're saying, but I, I you know. I don't know how that's going to translate in New York. Like, I'm never, like, the one to, like, as soon as a trade happens, like, that's going to work. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if it's going to make that much of a difference. There's only one basketball. It's not like everybody's going to start averaging 20 points, right? So it's like yeah. how it translate it's on like, He's coming off the bench, unfortunately, which is crazy, but... He's coming off the bench. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know how that's going to translate on the floor. Like, there's only one basketball. It's not like everybody's dropping 20. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know how people are going to handle having that role. I don't know if people are going to thrive in that role. I'm just not quick to be like, yo, this like, you know, the next just got like this. They got some good pieces. They only had to exchange Malachi Flynn, uh, Malachi Flynn and Quentin Grind. Oh, Evan Fournier, too. I think we'll see that. So, like, yeah, they, they gave up some for that. So they gave away some depth for some players who could start on most teams, right? So, again, I don't know how that's going to translate on the floor. I don't know if these guys are going to fulfill their roles well. I don't know if they're going to be comfortable with those roles. I don't know if this is going to hurt their roster when you have to move a few players. Like, Evan Fournier was a like a good piece for them. Quentin Grimes, I'm sure. I, I was hearing rumors that he wanted to leave type shit. But you just got rid of, what, three, four players. Three that actually are in your rotation. Yeah. And you've been playing incredibly well. You remove them. Who knows how integral they are to all of that. Um, relationships that they have with other players on the team like all those things have to come into play so i don't know it's on paper it looks amazing though i'm not gonna lie but yeah. i don't uh, i i think they have a little bit of depth now i'm not gonna lie for eastern conference they have a good depth i i yeah it do man I I don't I don't know I I really don't know man like I just I've never seen it work out well when you have like guys who are capable of starting coming off the bench. 
they always it's always like a, it's always seems like it's a one season team. Because like they, that's not where they want to be. They know they like if they were on another team, they they wouldn't be on the, in that position. Like it just it never works out well. But like these niggas are coming from Detroit, so you got a very special situation where they have to shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? So I don't know how that's gonna. I don't. Know, I just. I don't know if that's gonna translate on the court. I'm sure, it, or like, I don't know if it already has because it's been only like two or three days. But we'll see. Hey, I think some of these trades were a little bit weird. Um, PJ Washington, he just got traded to uh, Dallas. Yeah, like again, it's another trade that it doesn't mean anything to me. Like I see. I saw that friggin' um, it was probably a light skin nigga. What's his name? What is his name? You don't know his name? Mm-hmm. You don't know the guy who got traded for? On uh, Dallas? Yeah, the trade you just said. Uh, it was PJ Washington. No, the other guy in the, the on the other side. Oh, the guy that got traded for. Um, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I used to play for Boston. Um, um what's his name? Uh, Grant. Yeah. Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Yeah, exactly that one. Um, I don't know. It seems like there was a little bit of one-two issue over there. Um, there was there was an issue still. I don't know. I, I hope it has nothing to do with that report because like that was that's not so dumb. What about him tra- switching from Luca Brand to Luca Jordan Brand to Jason Tatum's Jordan Brand or whatever? That was like that was the dumbest shit that I heard. But apparently, it did cause a one two. Like you know, I uh, like you know, what I mean, just like a side eye type thing. Dallas. Dallas should already be good. I don't know if adding PJ Washington is gonna you know, put them over the top and shit like that. Like PJ Washington's barely done anything for Charlotte um, success. I don't know how they're gonna he's gonna impact Dallas's when they have higher hopes than Charlotte ever has. So yeah, I don't I don't put none on nobody's name if they haven't really done nothing. I don't really care about numbers. It's like what what have you really done for your teams? Like how well have your teams played when you were one of the guys? If if that's not a thing. I don't really, I don't, you can drop 30 a game, bro. Like, you're Gerald Wallace to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't really look at it crazy. So it's it's up to him. Like, he can change narratives. He can change anything he wants to just by playing well and helping Dallas win. So I have no positive or negative opinions on that trade. I think it's just something they made a move. Why would you think of it? I know you like Luca. Yeah, it helps them because they get more bigs. And he can he's a decent shooter. I'd say. But Luca's doing good right now. And like he's I believe in the MVP ladder right now. If I'm not mistaken. That's good for him. I don't know how good that is for his team. Like I don't know. like that's that's the point that I'm trying to make. Like I'm not really I'm not really like. I don't care about individual success, if unless your team is winning. That's team is doing good. His team's doing good. Uh, are you sure? They're in playoff contention. 
Ayuk ha? So, let me... Let's look at this. I might be tripping right now. So, the standings. Okay, so, Eastern Conference. I'm going to... No, you're see. right. They're eighth, but they've been in the playing tournament. I mean, yeah, they're two above Lakers, so they're 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 looking decent, and that's with Kyrie being in and out of injuries too. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's not the greatest position to be in, but it's like you're not gonna. I think that sixth spot is up for grabs. Even the fifth spot, to be honest, but so yeah, I think. One to four is already solidified. Like, none of these niggas is going to crack that top. But five to ten, that could be anybody's. Like, you could even see, like, possibly Houston and Utah sneaking in and taking somebody's spot because, like, the race is that tight down there. Seven and eight is no longer guaranteed. Like, yeah. I don't even know how that's going to look in the, the West when it comes to the playoffs for the seven and eight seed. Like, the people going to be fighting for that shit if they don't get the top. It's going to be Sacramento, Phoenix, the Pelicans, Dallas, the Lakers, Warriors, the Jazz. Phoenix will take in the top six. All the other teams, like Jazz, Warriors. I think Warriors, Lakers are going to fight for that last season. I, I, I don't know. Like I, I don't, I really don't know. Like Sacramento, it's a little fun. Sacramento's five, Phoenix is six, but they have the same record as like the Pelicans and the Mavericks. And I don't like I was Phoenix talent wise, like eclipses like all three of the the teams that I just said. But again, it hasn't translated. So like it's like I don't, I don't believe in that team. Like, like they can be beaten, and it's just like if it's this tight, they can find themselves in the seventh spot. But it's like, like what happens if the Lakers pick it up? Like Lakers randomly just start playing amazing towards the end of the season. Like it's happened a couple of times. Um, the Dallas Mavericks, if they get like you know who they have, like if they get their groove together, say you know, uh, for argument's sake, well, if uh, PJ Washington ends up being the piece of, the piece that they were missing type shit. You know what I mean? Or just like just helps them in that way. Uh, the Warriors, I'm not going to say anything because they're 25 and 25, but they've been having a really rocky season. What happens is Steph Curry just turns, turns to, you know, just turns into a different dude that we've never seen in our life. Like there's so many things that could happen. A couple of the things that I'm saying is unlikely. But if you're telling me the Pelicans, the Mavericks, and the Sacramento Kings can't take up that fifth and sixth spot over Phoenix, I, I, I just, I wouldn't believe, like, it's just, you're not objective enough. Like, their records are almost the exact same, like, currently. Yeah. They haven't shown that, like, defensively, they're going to be there on the court when a lot of these other teams are. Offensively, they're not beaten that, in that way. So, it's like, look, it's not, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out how to beat the Suns right now. That hurts, that hurts to hear, but it's, it's not even like I can, like, I can't even argue that. You you can let dumb two niggas score every basket for you as long as you lock up everybody else. No, Bradley Beal at will can drop 25 easy. You can stop Bradley Beal, though. You can't really stop Booker or Kevin Durant. So, I mean, like, if Bradley Beal had a hot night, 
you cannot you can you can definitely stop Bradley Beal. You cannot stop Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Give, give him a little bit of credit. Give him a little. I, just a little I said what I said. It's like I'm, 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 not, I'm giving him credit for being like one of the three guys. I'm not giving him credit for being like on the same level as those other two guys. I'm not. Okay. I'm not Kept saying championships. Devin Booker has made it to the finals. Bradley Beal has made like the ninth spot like several seasons in a row. Like he hasn't been in the playoffs a lot by himself. Yeah, I'm considering his team was really shit. in a weak West. Sorry, East, a week East. Yeah, so it's like it was really bad. Like, there's some teams where it's bad where it's like, you know what? You can still take them somewhere. His team was like, it was in the dirt. Like, they were fucking, you can't even name the players on his team. Bro, like, I'm not, I'm not disrespecting. It can get to a point where I start disrespecting niggas. I'm just saying what it is. Like, he's not the other two guys. Like, you know what he's I mean? Not. He's not. And he but his numbers was there on Washington, nonetheless. And did I, I didn't argue against that. I just said this nigga, like, he can be stopped. I never said he can't soar. I just said he can be stopped. Like, if you make a priority on Bradley Beal being, like, you know what I mean? Like, not getting to the basket or not getting shots off, you can do that. If you try to do that, I can't say that for Kevin Durant or Devin Booker. I mean, I don't know. I get what you're saying. Do you think Bradley Beal is on the same level of scoring as Booker? No, no. Not the same level as Booker the or same level as Kevin Durant. Not, I'm not on the same level as Katie or, or Booker. I'm and why is that, Ja? Because you can't stop them two niggas. Yeah, you can't. You're right. You can't. But I'm just saying, like, there's some nights where we've seen this guy hot. We've seen his stats in Washington averaging, like, 30-something a game. That's not true. Is this nigga's never averaged? Has he averaged 30? I think in Washington, he averaged, I think, 30. But this is, like, back in the day, though. Get the fuck out of here, Bradley Bill. No, I keep talking. My bad. Okay, I'm looking up right now, but I'm very positive because I was talking to someone about this literally the other day. But he's had two seasons where he's dropped 30. It was 2021 and 2019. Sorry, the 2019 and 2020 season. So the back-to-back -back seasons, he averaged points per game, 30.5 and 31.3. I did not know that. He's, he's, he's a great scorer. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, we can't. Look, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, knock what he's done. But like he's the prime. Like I, I mentioned Gerald Wallace earlier. Like if you are the primary option on a bad team, oh you will God. get those numbers if you get the ball. Bradley Beal is not a bump. That's not what I'm trying to say right now. I'm just saying he is not on the level of who Kevin Durant, one of the best scorers of all time. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're and right. Devin Booker, who's like one of the better offensive players of the generation that he came into. Bradley Beal is not, he wasn't even the best player when John Wall was there. You're right. He was second option. A you strong I mean? second option. But yeah. Bradley Beal has always been a second, third option and playing the number one option on a bad team. He's going to get those numbers. The only point that I'm trying to, I don't know why we have to get to this point. He's just not those guys. He can be stopped. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. In 2022, 2023, when he came back from injury, he, he was averaging 23 points. Like, it's not like he cannot score. I'm just saying he can be stopped. Like, his, like him scoring on you is not the end of the world. Like, if it's getting too much, you just lock that nigga the fuck up if you have the defenders for that shit. Like, it, you can't say that about Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. I dare you to say that about De Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Like, you, I don't know why I'm getting pushed back over Bradley Beal. Like, what the fuck has he done? Right, right. Yeah. What'd you think of the the rap? What'd you think of the Raptors deals? 
Um, I personally, I like I like the trade. Like, sorry, the what they ended up getting with mm. um Kelly Olynyk. I think it's a good piece. It's funny because we're talking literally about it on the last episode, saying, you know, bigs are important. And we've been preaching that, though. Bigs are important. And I think he's a good piece, man. I think he's a great piece. And I, my, I, sorry. No, I'm saying in my opinion, I think he's a good piece. Like, he has size on him. And, like, I think if. Darko, like, you know, figure something out with him in the starting lineup. They can they can use this in the future, especially with the the upcoming picks and stuff. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about him? What about Kelly Hulnick? I think he's a player that we needed. We don't have any size. I think he provides that. I think he's a an offensive option if we need it, and a great defensive option um, all the time. I don't know. And it was actually the other guy, Oche Agbaje, or Agbaje. I can't, I can't, I gotta learn how to pronounce his last name for the next game, but he was actually who I was like looking into more because I already know what Kelly Olinick is capable of. Like, I remember him on the Heat, like, obviously in Utah, but, um, like Oche, I didn't really know too much about, so I was just like sitting there on YouTube watching like a bunch of those highlight clips, like some certain games and so that yada yada. That's a sleeper. Mm. Athletically sound, he plays really well. Like, like uh, he was just he played his role when he was in Utah, and he looked like he did it well. It wasn't like this nigga was dropping like you know twenty five, thirty points, this and that yada yada. But if you know, we've not we've been known to develop players in this and that. I'm not sure under this new regime, but I would hope that like with what he has, that like, we can turn him into something nice because he already is. It's yeah, just like, maybe with more burn, more more of this, more of that. You might see a lot. Like I was, I I was like after finished watching all of this shit, I was just like I don't know who I'm more excited about, him or Kelly, because like Kelly I already know about, but this nigga's like got potential over the moon if he just, like, you know, like, uh, acts on it and shit like that. So I was like, all right, good. I'm like, I can't wait to see more of him, to be honest. Like, I hope he doesn't get one of those, like, you know, they don't... The one thing I hate is, like, watching players with talent get sent to the G League without getting the opportunity or this or that type of thing or whatever. I want to see him get burned. Like, they did that dumb shit out... Like, did the dumb ass shit with uh, Christian Coloco because they didn't play him and they didn't send him to the G League. So they just let niggas collect dust and shit like that. I hope he gets burned. I hope... I hope he gets burned. Like, like he's nice. Like getting rid of guys like uh Dennis Schroeder, um Thaddeus Young, that opens up more spots. Uh we didn't even fill one of those spots. Like we we got Spencer Dinwiddie, but we waved him. I think the Lakers are picking him up. Uh so and we also don't have uh, uh, Kira Lewis Jr., who we got from the previous trade and Otto Porter Jr. So we have spots available, like to be like you know utilizing shit like that. So I, I'm a little excited for that, especially for the future. Like a lot of these young guys are more uh, built for a future and shit like that. And I think it's it's promising, especially with a couple of picks. I know we traded one of ours away, but it was our more, least favorable one. So 
I am happy. I'm I'm excited for this coming off season. I'm excited to see what these guys do this season. Uh, to you know, figure each other out, see how they play with each other, see what needs to be done, who needs to go, who needs to stay, type shit. Uh, I'm just glad moves were finally made. I hate how long it took. Oh, and a special shout out to um the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like I'm 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 slowly becoming a really big shy fan. And he just got another nice little piece with Gordon Hayward. So. Yeah, that was that was an underrated pickup. I'm sorry. People were like, nah, it's not that deep. I'm like, yeah, no, it is. No, it's deep for a team that's already doing so well. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's like they just added like a level of depth without having to sacrifice a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. It's a fucking nice key sleeper pickup. And I think they they already know how to like use a player like him on that team. Mm-hmm. I think it's a nice like sleeper pickup that a lot of teams probably weren't paying attention or looking out for. But I I think like considering that they have players not exactly like him but a little similar to him on their team, they're gonna know how to use him. Oh, you know, oh. he's he's a vet. He's considered a vet now. Yeah. So they need that that veteran experience on their team. I I don't see a situation where Gordon Hayward on that team is not going to work. To be honest, they they have a lot of different types of weapons. I think Gordon Hayward can provide them, like again, veteran leadership, like you know, veteran not leadership, but not even mentorship. Like it's just a veteran presence in certain situations that they haven't seen yet. He has like, you know what I mean? He's been around on the other side or on the winning side. Like he can provide a level of like calm that they already seem to have. Right. Like the, the, the Thunder are like one of the more impressive teams in the league to me because of how they, like they were constructed. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, it, like some of them obviously developed there and shit like that, but like bringing in shy because a PG, like a PG and Russell Westbrook wasn't working out, and you bring in uh, like a star level player like Shy, just from like out of like you know foresight. Like that foresight is insane. Nobody would have said that about Shy before he got there, right? Like he wasn't on anybody's radar like that, and it's not like he wasn't capable of that. People just weren't paying attention, right? Like I I have every ounce of trust in um, Oklahoma City's Thunder for spotting talent and getting it. I have none on them retaining it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um I think they did their I think they did a good job with retaining Shy because I think he's locked into like a four year contract. But with how the league moves, if a nigga ain't happy, they can leave, which I'm hoping for. Cause like right now it looks like the Raptors are gra- grabbing every Canadian that they can. But yeah, Shy is uh, Shy and Jamal Murray are the best Canadians. So we can grab one of them too. Next on the hit list is them. Like if we can get All that. Right. Know what I mean, I'm happy for the Thunder, but I'm not that happy because it ain't us. Like you know what I mean. So, yeah. like I'd rather see him playing over here type shit. But I'm happy for what he's doing over there. I wish him nothing but like success. Like that, what the Thunder have been able to accomplish in the last two seasons, I know has caught everybody off guard. But they have, they can't say nothing but good things because it's like oh, you can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's this them working their fucking asses off. So the Thunder is probably one of the feel good stories in the NBA right now. Like that if is, you're a, literally a fucking unbelievable story. Yeah. Like, if you're a fan of them, like, and, like, you've been watching, like, we watch the hard shows, like, yeah, I could not imagine watching KD, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden leave in the span of, like, a few years, and then 
you had Paul George on that team at one point as well. Like you've seen a lot of talent come and go. Some youth hours going to be there forever, but it, you know, it started with James Harden, like not being able to retain James Harden or not giving him the money that was asked of. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it was a one bad decision. It was a domino effect for everybody else. The highest scorers actively in the NBA who have like the most points. I think, I think I heard somebody else saying it was, it's Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook and James Harden. I think it's not in that order. I think it's like uh, James Harden is obviously scored, probably not obviously, but scored more than Russell. But them three niggas were on the same team at one point, right? So like, you, when you think about that and think of like what they could have done if they all developed together, they all stayed on the same team. Like the way we're looking at the Clippers was already the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was. That could have been, been better because, and that yeah. team could have been better than the Clippers now because Paul George, you know, um, Katie's is better than Kawhi. James Harden, James Harden, I'm sorry, he is in James Harden's prime. In James Harden's prime, he's better than Paul George. And then now they I have, agree with that either. I don't know. Houston Rockets. Uh, James Harden is a different game. That nigga is. He played better than Paul. Than uh, than almost anything I've seen in Paul George's career. In my opinion, he was a different beast. You know, Paul George is one of. Okay, I'll let you finish your point. And then they have like Russell Westbrook coming off the bench, but it's Russell Westbrook not exactly the same because they're not giving him the same minutes. Still puts up good numbers, but. It's just that prime peak OKC uh, Russell Westbrook. That guy's acceleration was like 99. So that team going up against the Clippers now, it would wash them. In my opinion. I I, I disagree tremendously. I think Kawhi Leonard is probably, if, if he stayed healthy his entire career, offensively, like, like nobody's like KD offensively, so like I'll always give KD that. But full package player, KD. Next, sorry, not KD. Oof, that was wrong. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is the full package player. Um, right after that is actually Paul George. If we're not talking about LeBron, it goes Kawhi right after that, and then Paul George at that position. Like, if you're talking about full, couldn't do everything on the fucking court. KD, as of recent, started playing good defense. Maybe in the last, like, handful of years. Like, that was never a concern of his. But he said it himself where he was trying to make that a point. Like, you know, just started to get better defense. The nigga's seven feet. He's the size of most, like, you know, centers in the league. So you would think that would have been an early part of his career. It just never was. He wasn't big enough. He wasn't, like, you know. One sec. Like, defense just wasn't really a concern of his. You know what I mean? I just, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, Paul George has been one of the purest players since OKC. Like, when he, the year he left um, Indiana, like, that nigga was already playing nasty as shit. Um, I think the USA team, um, like, exhibition injury, like, really slowed things down for him. Um, especially because it caused, like, more nagging injuries throughout his career and shit like that. But, 
as a player, bro, I cannot. How how many players can do what Paul George does, bro? He does what most guards does at his size, and on top of that, he can play defense. He's one of the best defense, the, the defenders in the league at any given like in any given year. Offensively, he will drop sixty on your head if it like if it means something. Like you know what I mean? Like he's on a team with Kawhi, and you know he doesn't have to really do all of that shit. But like he can drop fifty any given night. 40 any given night, 30. Like, he can do all of these things. Like, what? There's, like, I can't name something that he cannot do. True. You know what I mean? Kawhi Leonard, same thing. Like, I, I'm not saying, like, like the, the old OKC Thunder, if they all developed, they were on the same team. James Harden, you switch out for, I don't know who. Um, Like, it would, I, 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 I think it'd be a really hard, like, thing to predict. Like what OKC had was incredibly special. We'll never see that shit again happen. Where like you draft three MVP caliber players within a handful of years. Like I don't think we'll see that shit. All right. So you think that OKC team couldn't beat Clippers now? The Clippers literally have two of the guys that we're speaking on. No, I'm saying, okay, minus that, minus that. If it was just two guys versus them, like what are you talking about? It's yeah, not Katie, it's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense to have that argument because it's just like, how do you, who are you substituting for? Like, are you grabbing players out of the fucking air? Like, like uh, James Harden and Russell Westbrook were on the team that we're talking about, and they're on the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, it's the only thing that counts at all. So, like, no, I, 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 one, I don't know how that would work out because then you would have to replace players who aren't them, and then the argument doesn't make sense anymore. But you, you, like, the only thing that like stuck out to me is when you said that uh, KD is better than Kawhi. Which I don't agree with, and when James Harden's better than Paul George, and that I completely don't agree with. I think, especially because they play two different positions. But I think he plays shooting guard now. But you no, know, like no, I don't. I don't think that. Like I don't think James Harden because defense, like the basketball, is two sides of the court. Like, look, I know Kawhi and Paul George haven't won MVPs in their career and shit like that. But there were seasons where, like, it could have been a thing if things didn't go down the way they did, like for Paul George especially. Kawhi, is, he's got two finals MVPs. Like, it's, it's like, yeah. Like, talent-wise, Paul George is probably one of the most slept-on players in the NBA, but he gets his respect anytime he's, like, in a position that he's in, right? Like, everybody, like, it's not like nobody knows what he's capable of. They just don't give him the same love they give to all these other niggas. Because every other, all the niggas that we speak on, they know that niggas are problem. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, it's like it's like yo, I don't know, I don't know who we're talking about right now, but like Paul George has been one of those guys. I don't think I'm not saying James Harden. I think longevity wise, Paul George has a better career. It's just Paul George James is still Harden. like that's what I mean. Like Paul George is still like I don't see him too far removed from his Indiana days. Yeah, that longevity wise, definitely like amazing. It's just hard to debate that specific um, Houston Rockets, James Harden. That guy was a fucking James Harden had a concentrated period in his career where he was on the same level as Steph Curry. So, like, yeah. I'll always give James Harden that. That's why I'm, like, not even trying to, like, make a huge thing of it. Like, James Harden, like, it's... Like, the confusion makes sense. But I... Yeah, like, he, like I think you said the word the best, like, longevity. Like, it's... He's been able to be the same guy for way longer. James Harden has had to change his role, so like I won't be like he hasn't been the same guy. But he's definitely not like Houston Rockets, James Harden. 
Like when yeah. I look at Paul George, I don't say he's definitely not Indiana Pacers or OKC. Uh, Paul George, like this nigga turns it on. Like when he like when it's on, it's like holy shit. Like you know what I mean? And he's been consistent this year. So has Kawhi Leonard. So if we're just speaking on like you know currently, them two niggas because they're the one and two option on the same team with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. And the other two niggas have MVPs. Yeah. I'm just like, that's all I'm saying. Lord knows if these guys end up going up against Phoenix. Let's say, like, for, like it ends up, Phoenix ends up being last seed. The Clippers end up being first. They have to face them first round, and they lose, and KD says he wants to go there. I'm going to be fucking pissed off. <laughs> I, think are, I think, I feel like KD should retire soon, bro. Okay, chill. But they're saying he no, might. Leave. I'm like not because he's like declining. I just think like, bro, like, like whatever. I don't care. I, maybe it's just he. He's. I've heard him say he doesn't give a shit about his legacy. This or that. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to make that a part of the conversation. That's like we are pride, bro. Like, where is that shit? Like, it's just like watching. Why? Like, it's like like niggas like me get to talk the shit that I get to talk because he's doing like his team isn't succeeding. And it's like, it's almost like I feel like I'm punching down now because it's just like, all right, maybe this nigga is like challenged in a way where like he can't comprehend why he's in the positions that he's in. Like he he wants to be around star talent, but not like a good team. Like if he stayed on Brooklyn, he had a better situation than he does in Phoenix. Kyrie leaves, cool. Just stick it out. Brooklyn is not your situation. Fine, you should have chosen Knicks because look at the Knicks now, and that it's just like it's his decision making that gets him into all of these positions. Like him being in Phoenix, it's got him Devin Booker and Bradley Beal. It hasn't meant shit though. Like he, they're not a serious threat defensively. They're getting ran through. You know what I mean? And it's, I, I don't like the best team that he's ever been on was a team that was already the best without him. The team that he left beat him when they had a 3-1 lead. KD is one of the best offensive players we might ever see. At his height, what he's capable of, like, you know what I mean? Like, all, you know, all the good stuff. But one of the weirdest NBA stories. Did you, like, did you watch last night's game? No, I don't, I don't watch Phoenix. It was Phoenix versus Golden State. And it was a very, like, very good game. Um, I didn't get to watch all of it. I watched, like, the ending, a little bit of the ending. But I just watched, like, highlights of it, a clip. And it was an intense fucking game, considering the fact that this is Phoenix's first game back from that dream on the Yusuf Nurkic situation. Yeah. And there, there was a little bit of tension. And... There was one play where Yusuf Nurkic just big body Draymond, and then he's telling him, "You're small, you're small." Like he's doing the most. Then Draymond goes back and does the same thing, bodies him. Then he tells him he's small, and there's a little bit of tension between like the teams, whatever. And basically, fucking Steph, fucking Curry, Jesus Christ, he is a fucking animal. And last, literally, it was it came down to the wire. And um, it was about, I think, like a two-point lead or whatever. And Steph Curry goes and hits a three. And he hits a dagger three, almost buzzer, 
almost, if he just held it a little bit, it would have been game over off rip. Hits a dagger three. They're up 113 to, I think, 112. Yeah. And there's 0.7 seconds. Phoenix inbounds. They lose the game. After the game was done, Draymond was just going crazy to KD and literally makes a tweet after the game's done and says, you're a bitch at KD on Twitter. Wait, who said this? Draymond Green. To KD? Yeah, he says, you're a bitch to KD. And then adds him at KD35 on Twitter. Because he was yelling at him after the game was done. He's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he's just cussing him all. I don't even know if he said you're a bitch in front of his face, but he was definitely talking shit. But then he tweeted this after the game. Like, if the Golden State Warriors could be mad at anybody for the situation that's going on with them now, it could. Katie could be one of the main culprits, to be honest. Like, they gutted their team to make it work for him. Yes. I know what Phoenix is currently going through right now. They got their team gutted to to make that trade work. So. You know, I understand. I would understand if, like, players on their team, especially Grandma, who's, who was there while he was there, also the reason probably why he left, um, is upset. But at the same time, like, I don't like neither of these niggas, so it's just, like, nice to hear. <laughs> like, I was surprised that he tweeted that. I'm so surprised that he tweeted that. I was like, word? Okay. I... Uh, and Draymond should just like chill out. Like it's just uh, uh, Draymond's mouth and antics are the main culprit to the Golden Warrior Golden State Warriors uh demise as of late. Like if they have anybody to point the finger at, a lot of the problems stem from Draymond. So however you want to look at it, it's not he's not a player who can back up what he says offensively, maybe defensively. Because, you know, he gets away with, like, knocking niggas in the face and this and that, yada, yada. So, like, he has uh, an advantage that no other player in the NBA has, which is uh, patience from the refs. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. But, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I don't res- I don't have a lot of respect for Draymond. I do have respect for KD. Uh, but it's only his game, nothing else. Like, what he's cap- capable of offensively. Uh, defensively, not really. Anything else, not really. Off the court, definitely not. So it's like, you know. It's just a, it's a nice story hearing two niggas you don't like, uh, you know, beefing with each other. It's like, oh, they both, they discovered that they're both, never mind. Yeah, I'll try to go Yeah, All right. Whatever, like, you know, you can, you can handle whatever you want to handle. I think we're Sure. All right, folks. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Jurassic Pod Weekly Wrap Up. It's your boy Ja. It's your boy Abby. Peace. Easy. <laughs>